0: when they come to the shows they go absolutely nuts and no one knows who wrote some of the songs you know it's just 400 years old people just sing the songs mm-hmm. so something that brings them together and their veins pop out of their heads when they sing along and stuff and i'm like, wow.
1: je luistert naar een podcast
0: van Tiele Vredeburg met vandaag een podcast live voor het publiek vanaf footprints een festival met traditionele klanken vermengd met moderne geluid. Centraal staat de vraag wat voor artiesten zelf eigenlijk de inspiratiebronnen waren bij het schrijven van hun nummers. Als host hoor je Leendert van de Valk, muziekjournalist bij NRC. Drie delen met als tweede aflevering alt Gun en artworkdesigner Margot Carpentier.
2: All right, ehm... Um... Welcome to the to the podcast uh, of the Footprints Festival. Um, we're talking with uh, some of the artists in, uh, on the festival, and uh, um, especially talking about their influences, the footsteps, the footprints, I should say, the footprints uh, that they um, well that they follow to adventurous pra- places. And um, this time we have uh, a band, Altynkun. And also a visual artist, uh, Margot uh, Carpentier. Is that correct? Did yeah, I pronounce yeah, yeah. that all right? Yeah, well done. Carpentier. It's been a long time ago <laughs> since I spoke some French. Um, yes, and uh, uh, Margot made the, uh, well all the images for the festival. And Alten Gunn uh, has played already on the festival now. That's true. That's true. And Ben uh, Ryder, the guitarist from the band, yep. is here. Hi. Hi. Nice to have you. Thank you. Uh, thank and you. also, you have to back up. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: I backups. got a uh, posse with me. Yeah. Right now, we have got Nino
2: and Gino. Nino and Gino. Well, yeah. that sounds like a posse indeed. <laughs> They're my bodyguards. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> okay. Nice. Um, Don't
2: say yeah. something wrong. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. No. No. <laughs> no I'll, I'll watch my words. <laughs> Um, the podcast uh, you can listen to it on Krenten uit de pop. That's uh, Tivoli Frederiks' own podcast uh, channel, on, on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever. Um, my name is Leendert van der Valk. I'm a music journalist, and uh, well, we, we'll just uh, talk about those uh, influences. Um, Margot, uh, I know you you're not going to like this question, but uh, you listen to Gun a bit yeah um can you describe it just in in your own words what what they sound like
1: really rhythmic uh oriental I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the right word um lively, happy yeah yeah i didn't I didn't get the chance to hear you live guys I think I arrived too late or
0: that's okay. But Don't worry about it. Sorry about it. But you, you're right. <laughs> Next though. time. That description.
1: I mean, it's quite it's quite a standard description. But I thought that was good though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, would you like to
0: add some to that, uh, Ben? Do you? Uh, how would you describe your music? Well, what, what we do is play uh, Turkish traditional music mm-hmm. and mix it a bit with Western style music um, and make it sort of our own. Yeah. So we arrange old traditional. So it's sort of like a Turkish folk band, but then psychedelic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I do my fuzz guitars, and we got funky beats and stuff. So yeah, yeah, just kind of lively, dancey music, I suppose. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Now, same question for you, of course. If you look at this, how would you describe this? Because we're this is a podcast, so we're we're seeing uh, some
0: of the well, the, well, mainly the poster for the festival. But right, I like it a lot mm-hmm. for some reason, even though. There are some birds, but for some reason I thought there was a flamingo on there.
1: No, because it's pink, I it's guess. It's pink, that's oh, why. No, I don't draw from, like, flamingos anymore. But
0: I attach to that. I love flamingos. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I just
1: subconsciously
0: oh, well. thought of flamingo. Maybe ne- like next it. time
1: I'll draw one for you. Then. No, no, it's,
0: that's fine. As long as there's a bit of pink, maybe. that's uh... Very pink. <laughs> uh, how would you describe
2: your, your work?
1: Uh, my work in general or this this specific well I guess it's just represented of my work in general mm-hmm. it's colorful um, lively I try to make it lively uh, I don't know like it's about move this one especially is about movement and dance and, and the right. influence the music has on the body really yeah um, I worked from that. Um, I was told, I was asked to do the poster last summer and I didn't know, you you know, when you don't have like a picture of the the venue in your mind or anything, I listened to a bit of the music, but I didn't know what this festival was going to be like at all. So Mm -hmm. I just created it from scratch. And I think, yeah. Hopefully, it matches the the venue and the event.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, uh, And yeah, it it is colorful and it also has some of, uh, well, and uh, some of your other work as well, because I looked through your website and and things like that. Um, Has some of the, um, is it African or? Yeah, maybe.
1: Oh, it's from all around, really. Mm -hmm. I think I love looking at different things that surprise me you know like you go you go travelling or you go to for me it's the British Museum or whatever museum there's around where it's art from all around the world mm-hmm. and anything really and it's it's all so different but so similar as well because we're representing humans animals mainly and it's in a very like when you think about African masks I think this one is a bit influenced by that
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, very surprising eye shapes or m- mouth shapes or crazy, crazy features, you know. Yeah. And um, I think that's w- what I wanted to convey on that. Uh,
2: and you mentioned the British Museum. You you live in London. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but and you're you're French.
1: Yeah, I'm French originally.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. And how did you end up in in London?
1: Oh. <laughs> I finished my studies in the countryside in somewhere in England 10 years ago. Well, I finished like eight years ago. And then I moved to London just because, I don't know, I've always weirdly been in love with this silly island and <laughs> I didn't know where to go next. I didn't want to go back to France, so I just moved to London.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll not Fine. get into the Brexit no. in discussion.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well.
2: Um, <laughs> um, ben, um, how, how did you come across uh, Turkish psych rock?
0: Uh, well, before this band, I was in another one with the, our current bass player, Jasper. And we went on tour and went to Turkey, played in Istanbul. And we went through some record shops there and I discovered it for the first time there. I think Jasper already knew some of it. Mm-hmm. But um, This actually, was
2: Jaco Jaco Gardner. That's, band. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: And uh, he showed me some of it, and it was really familiar. And but the production, especially, I thought was really cool. I couldn't understand what they're talking about. I still don't know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. But uh, there's something about the feeling and the sound of it that was that struck me. And uh, as that band started to play a little a bit less live, we thought, let's just try and do something like that just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we started Altengün. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, what does it mean, Altengün? It means golden day, which um, we used, just thought of, and put in Google Translate into Turkish. And it turns out that that's a whole concept in Turkey, actually, the word Altengün, or the term. It's like a tradition that they have there. I think it's when women come together once every month or something, and they bring a golden coin with them. And then the next month they do it at another woman's place and they bring the same Golden cord. I don't know exactly, <laughs> but there's a tradition. Okay. We had no idea about that. That was kind of a coincidence, but uh, yeah, sounds kind of nice.
2: But now you do have uh, Turkish band members as well.
0: Yeah, well, before we started it, we said like, well, we better get some Turkish yeah. musicians. And we put an ad out on Facebook just looking for Turkish musicians and we found two Uh, Erdinch who plays keys and sings, and Saz, and Merva, who sings, and uh, yeah, that was the first people we found as well, so that was like, bang, straight away, we found a a group to play with, and it went really quickly after that, Uh yeah, we thought maybe we'd have to find other people, try it out, but it was like, in one go, so we were lucky. And they were familiar
2: with the uh, with the traditional music
0: from yeah, Turkey? Yeah, exactly. Well, they are Turkish, you know. I've mm-hmm. grew up there and only moved to Holland about four years ago, I think. So that's just in the, her tradition. And Erdin, she grew up with traditional music. And that's how you learn music. You know, I learned yeah. from my dad's records, which were like Beatles and Pink Floyd and stuff. Uh-huh. uh but he grew up with like really traditional Turkish music, playing saz and darbuka, and you know, like really, just that quiet focus, you know. And and how is that? Can can you explain that? What is the main difference when it's
2: musically between uh, the Turkish tradition and the British bands that you mentioned?
0: I don't know, man. It's just it's a feeling, I think. I mean, I could tell you scales are different. There are tempos and. Uh, signatures that are different but in the end it's like a feeling or something it's kind of in between notes and stuff we're so used to like a piano whereas they have like in between notes microtones, and yeah that's so natural to them to, to me it's still weird i mean i, I play in the van i still think it's weird is it difficult to play for you <laughs> uh i don't know i get to apply I, I just apply myself the way i know how to do it mm-hmm. um but it, it, I do have to, like, change, like tune, detune my strings and stuff. And, uh, you know, has to be together with the other sounds. So, yeah. yeah, I guess there's some challenges, but in the end, it does work. And it's the combination of me not knowing that much about Turkish music and having these people that do know it. Yeah. That makes it kind of weird and
2: yeah. quite nice as well. Okay, okay. We also ask you, both of you, to name... Uh, well, one song which is hard in its own, uh, but uh, that is an influence um, to your music or to your art. And well, um, you w- we'll get to the the role of music in your when you make uh, your uh, your prints. But um, you mentioned uh, John Coltrane, mm-hmm. uh, *A Love Supreme*. Uh, you're doing me a big favor here. <laughs> um, and uh, why? What is what is so special for you?
1: Um, I don't know. I got into... I had to produce quite a lot of work last spring. Um, work that came out of myself purely because it was for an exhibition. And I, for some reason I got obsessed with this album that I never really listened to before. I don't know why. I don't know how it started. I remember it was snowing outside and I was designing... I was completely obsessed. My housemates were like, "Stop playing this!" Um, like again and again. And I was designing, designing. I think the f- one of the first prints I did for that exhibition, and I wanted it to be about music, about not really music, but like what you can get out of yourself listening to music and playing music and and dancing. And it was, it was a piece actually that I think influenced. The design for the this festival, um, it was a, a woman standing. I didn't want to draw a man for some reason, and because too detached, like jazz and, and uh, masculinity. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. it to be. I wanted it to be a woman playing trumpet. So she's raising her body like that. Well, obviously you can't see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's lots of birds around her, uh-huh. birds and shapes, yeah. and it's it's not really happening it's just like all comes out of her you know and and her music and it was in influ- i don't know it was influenced by the album album which is a wild and passionate sort of cry and celebration of life i think
2: yeah uh, let's let's listen to it for yeah <laughs> Cold Train, and and um, was there anything uh, that you uh, listened to when you were uh, working on this footprints design as well?
1: I don't remember. It was it was very. I just remember the heat. <laughs> it was a, <laughs> such a hot summer. Yeah. Um, I was also. It's a weird one. This one, but I fell in love with a video that is now a couple of years old. Uh, it's a, a music video for a song by Sia, by the artist Sia. Uh, the song is called Chandeliers, and it's a, a music video which is pretty out there. It's, it's about dance as well, and it's just one child. Mm-hmm. I think she's 12 years old, dancing in this empty flat, but dancing in a crazy manner. It's, it's a very good video, and that, that had a big impact, I think, on like my illustration of body movement and, and wilderness Right. Um, oh. So that was it. It's not really cool. a song, but it's more about the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. I really liked.
2: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and for you, Ben, um, you mentioned... Uh, oh, I'm not going to try to pronounce that, would you? Um,
0: yeah, I don't know how to say it either. Yeah. I think Alpay is Alpay. his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Turkish artist from the 70s. Uh, he was actually a professional football player before <laughs> nice. he turned to music was really good apparently but I think I think it was his father, I have no idea he told him not to do it or something and he turned to music and this is one of the first songs that we learned to play because before we sort of arranged we just kind of co- copied what these guys were doing in the 70s and this one struck me a lot, it's just kind of something familiar about what I know, you know a bit of Led Zeppelin or something mm-hmm. in it. but the, when this weird Turkish stuff as well okay. so uh, yeah, it's a really cool song, we're going to hear it
2: Um, so, King, can, can you explain what we're hearing here? How, what is the traditional part and what is like added to that?
0: Well, there's some um, sort of violins. I don't know what the name is, actually. It's, it's this violin instrument they use. Mm-hmm. Um, the vocals, obviously, the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they're op- adopting all the Western styles here, you know, the drums and the bass. Yeah. That was kind of happening at the time, kind of funky rhythms but uh, mixed with this uh, the songs are just really good I think Mm -hmm. I'm just amazed by the songwriting and just you know generally the chord sequence and the melody and the vocals it's just beautiful song I think and they've done it really powerfully I think I think most of these Turkish songs are quite dramatic you know they're quite uh, poetic and about serious things but when you feel like this kind of danceable sort of like yeah lets you go you know But at the same time there's kind of heaviness to it yeah uh but I still don't know what it's really about I don't I mean I sometimes ask our singers what's this song about yeah it's about war and blood and I don't know it's kind of weird
2: <laughs> well thank you for that yeah. because I just wanted to go to that question uh because uh that was uh a kind of a political mu- movement as well that that Movement in the sixties and the seventies in in uh, Turkey. Yeah. Um,
0: and how is that nowadays? Uh, well, I think we've all got our political views. You know, a lot of. I mean, you just be- mentioned Brexit. And I'm English. Mm. And I've been affected by that. Yeah. Which is really horrible. I want to say that at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what, things are happening in Turkey. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff. You know, but we'd like to kind of detach ourselves so that. Uh, even though, you know, I know what you mean, that there's a link there, because Selda Bajan is a very famous mm-hmm. artist from the 60s and 70s. She was very politically involved, you know, like protest songs, you know. But that's not what we do. We just kind of want to have a party, you know, and have fun and we love music. And, uh, you know, we've been to Turkey and even though there's bad things happening there, I mean, in America, bad things are happening. Are bad things everywhere. It's just great people sometimes and in turkey you have great people too That just <laughs> super kind and just like you and i you know there's uh it's a beautiful place but uh, you know there's bad things politically that happen everywhere you know we have to go along with it sadly how do they, they react uh to your music in in turkey insane it's actually a really crazy the yeah. reaction i mean
2: you're playing for thousands of people
0: there right yeah well yeah. you know We're not super famous there or anything, but when they come to the shows, they go absolutely nuts. And um, they know some of the songs, and they're traditional, like jazz traditionals, kind of. No one knows who wrote some of the songs. You know, it's just 400 years old. People just sing the songs. Mm -hmm. It's just something that brings them together. And their veins pop out of their heads when they sing along and stuff. And I'm like, wow. You know, it's sweaty and intense. But it's really cool as well. I love it
2: and it doesn't matter that there's a bunch of Dutch British guys playing oh, you
0: know. it's great to see those people like hanging out together actually. Mm. yeah Let's <laughs> always get along <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah uh, is, is is politics somehow involved in your work Margot
1: not especially it's my work now. it's not very political but I mean
2: where do you get your, your influences from uh, because I see some of it does have a vibe of folk tales around it as well
1: yeah 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 just like legends from all around like little bits and i, I try not I try to mix influences as well in it i don't wanna I don't want it to be from one source you know mm-hmm. um so it's just traveling people stories that are here there, day by day and I don't want to be I don't want my work to be not political you know but it's Obviously, I wanted to show what's the mood of the moment, not only for me, but for the people around me. I want to try that, but yeah, it's, it's not the main focus. No,
2: no. And when it comes, because I was asking you about uh, music influences, but of course, you're a visual artist. <laughs> and I should ask you yeah. about your visual uh, influences. I mean, the, the artists that have uh, maybe influenced you.
1: Huh. Wow, funny like music and and text is a is a big influence for me, mm. maybe more than images, but of course like all the images that you see throughout your life are gonna somehow pack up your head and you're gonna get all these influences out with maybe without being so aware of it I think um I love Picasso, <laughs> that's a bit of a cliche, but I mean well, that's he because went, he's great right? yeah <laughs> he he just revolutioned the notion of painting and not only painting but drawing mm-hmm. he went so far, he stretched out so so far further than anybody ever did, maybe I don't a yeah, because he had such a long life mm-hmm. <laughs> lucky <laughs> um, yeah, otherwise, just everything, everything i see i
2: and you mentioned travelling. Um yeah, w- w- can you name some of the places you you go to and and that sort of uh reflects in your in your work?
1: Yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot for um what I've seen of America in general, not like i don't I haven't been to that many places. I love New York, I've been to New Orleans and uh, I think developed my love for jazz and and all that kind of music, uh, but also South America. When I say America, I don't only mean the U.S., um, Mexico, and Colombia. Oh, yeah, oh, all the South American culture, which is very diverse as well. Obviously, yeah. you don't have one. And actually, Mexico is North America, technically. But yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they say New Orleans is South America. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's, it's a, Caribbean. It's a big mix, and yeah. it's, it's a whole continent I'm naming here, but... Um, yeah, it's where what where I'm drawn to going back to, but I, I'd like to go anywhere really. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Like all around.
2: And Ben, do you play in uh, well? So in Turkey, but uh, any other
0: countries? That yeah, man. We are uh, we were in Australia uh-huh. a few weeks ago. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, Europe. You, I mean, the lots of European countries: Italy, Spain. We went to Israel as well. Ah, cool. That was cool. We went to Israel, then we had two shows in Istanbul and went straight to Australia. So that was like a wow. culture shock, kind of. Uh,
2: and do those places then also influence or, or do you do you listen
0: to the traditional music, for example, in, in Israel? Well, it does kind of turn you on a bit because you're there. You know, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, okay, what kind of thing can I learn about this place? And uh, you do end up checking those things. But in the end, I think we're exposed to so much... Uh, information every day through the internet and uh it's not a specific place or something that will open your mind sometimes you just see an image or something or hear a song and you're like blown away by it you have no idea it's just a random artist musician but i can't really pinpoint a country or Mm -hmm. culture that will it's just everything sometimes people just get a wave of uh inspiration i think it's not just within them. Sometimes you just pick it up and then you make something, and it's cool.
2: Yeah, in the in the podcast that we did before this one, um, Gino was here. Uh, right. So you're 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 a percussionist. Yeah. And um, he's playing in Jungle by Night, of course. That's true. Um, and he said they were getting tired of the Afrobeat label, right? Right. So they're exploring all these other things. How's that for Altingun? Do you stick to the to the yes, we Turkish do. Sounds. We're quite
0: loyal to it. I think yeah. that's our thing. Um, <laughs> it'd be weird if we start playing, but we do listen to lots of things, you know. So we actually made a recording recently, which is quite sort of even maybe reggae based, you know. But we listen to a lot of Brazilian music. You know, we love that kind of thing. So everything is inspired. So that the arrangement in the end will be taking lots of influences from different places, but the songs will be Turkish. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we made rock, funk and, like, electronic music and it's all different, but we, we dig all kinds of things, I think. <laughs> yeah.
2: And we also asked you to name a song that, that is now very
0: much something that you listen to. Right, this is from a band that's playing at this festival too. Yeah. They're friends of ours now because they toured with us. They're a band called Yin Yin,
2: yeah,
0: and they're great. And Gino, who's sitting next to me, my, one of my bodyguards, he's uh, play, he plays in the band, and the song is called, what's it called?
1: It's not only your body that I guard. It's also, uh, also your my body. Soul, your my soul God. guard,
0: my everything guard. What's the song called? It's
1: called Koi Wen.
0: Koi Wen, all right, by Yin Yin.
2: It sounds really cool and doesn't sound Turkish. No, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I don't know. Whatever we like, it feels good, we'll just sort of use, I think. And
2: is this something that you're playing in the in the band bus? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we uh, well we all make playlists and stuff, but right. uh, mainly Jasper and Edit actually they uh, you know, research really for stuff. Right kind of get in my comfort zone sometimes and just listen to those things that I already know and I really love, but uh, we need those people around us to dig, you know, find new things. Mm-hmm. And I luckily have those people around me um, who tell me, like, check this out. Yeah. And I'll be like, wow, I really like that. <laughs> That's
2: so cool. There's, uh, so there's all these different playlists that you just uh, play on the, on the band, yeah. uh, on, the, on the bus. Yeah. Be like playing uh, with things. new stuff.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and is that, how, how, how does this crate digging go? Is this, is this in uh, a Spotify list?
0: Sometimes it's like a crate with records in it and mm-hmm. you look through it. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes it's um, Spotify, you know, related artists or Discover Weekly or things. Uh, there's YouTube, there's just people around you there's I mean Jungle By Night you mentioned mm-hmm. the uh, other percussionist is called Teen Song, and he spins records a lot and he knows a bunch of stuff as well and I and yeah it's handy to have those people around <laughs> you know, they just, they show you like wow you'll be in a place and what is this and you'll use Shazam or whatever technology yeah. yeah. and you'll remember it and then you check it out and you're like lucky like yeah. Yeah. that's how it goes
2: cool what do you listen to usually, Margot? Uh, many things. <laughs> do you listen to music while working? working? Yeah, yeah, always? yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, always. Mm. Um, I share a studio with friends and we're always playing quite loud music. Some we've, We had complaints once, actually. <laughs> um, I'm also... Yeah, music is a big, big deal uh, while working. I can, I can listen to anything. Uh, I can even... Listen to audiobooks and I get really into that sometimes. And I, I just forget what I'm doing and I just draw automatically, which is it's nice. It's, oh, I love Yeah, that it, it puts it you great. in that kind of yeah, really cool. different world.
2: Yeah. And podcasts.
1: <laughs> yeah, podcasts as well. <laughs> of course.
2: Uh, thank you both so much for for sharing their s- you. your stories and um, for being here on the festival. Um, you're still here around on the fifth floor and the sixth floor or anything. Oh
1: yeah, we're printing we screen printing t-shirts exactly. with uh, Capital, a screen printing studio from here. Uh, they're awesome, so go check them out. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's it's great. I'll be it's around really all night. Yeah. And cool. well, you're done. <laughs> nice, yeah, I'm going to just drink some beer. Exactly, yeah. you can enjoy the festival.
0: Have some food.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice.
2: All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Uh, thank you for listening to, uh, to the podcast. You can find that on uh, Krenten in the pub. Uh, and uh, thank you, David, for producing all this. Uh, and uh, enjoy the festival for the people around here.
0: Je luisterde naar een podcast van Tivoli Vredenburg. Abonneer gratis via iTunes, Spotify of andere podcast-apps... om ook de volgende aflevering automatisch op je telefoon te laten verschijnen. Tot dan!